Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Let's get into it. Friday, Friday, hopping back into it, guys. Welcome back. Growth segment here with my good buddy, Zachary Dean Miller, the People CFO. How are you doing, Zach? I am doing well. Coming off a nice little Memorial Day weekend. Good time with the fam. Had some nice weather. Kind of, uh, this will go with our, our lesson today. Kind of take time to slow down, reset, and get back in the grind this week. I love it, man. We've had a couple good little breaks. Did we at all talk about our Myrtle Beach trip on the podcast? Oh, did I we don't at think all? we did. It was like briefly discussed. <laughs> <laughs> for good reason <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if our audience knows like so me my dad my brother and then um my brother's business partner and then my good buddy scott peck we all from the kansas city area met up with a bunch of random indiana dudes and zach and <laughs> zach, <Bunch of Hoosiers. laughs> zach and his family were part of that and we went to myrtle beach and uh it was yep. it was a it was a great time before tee off and after tee off. But. <laughs> We're just not cut out for a golf trip. That's all there is to it. And that's okay. <laughs> you know what cracked me up, Zach, is like that next week, I, we had like a check in call for lawn care leaders or something. And you were like, all right, that sounds good. And then you were like, I'm going to have to get that to you later tonight. I'm, uh, I have to go to Men's League Golf tonight. Uh, <laughs> and your face, your face just looked like, uh, I do not want to do this. It was, yeah, it was just one of those things where too much of a good thing is just too much. It just, man, my dad threw me right back in the saddle with Men's League Golf when I got home. And that was the last thing I needed to see was a golf ball. <laughs> I saw right through my, but we had a good time chatting life and business and hanging out. We had good weather. It, it was fun. It was a, it was a blast. Got to, got to hang out with you and got to hang out with your dad quite a bit. I will tell you the people CFO, the, his father, JD, Jerry <laughs> Dean Miller, his swing is a work of art. Like you don't know, <laughs> you don't know. Like he is actually dancing up there. He's doing, yeah. he's doing the Harlem Shake slash, like some sort of like two two step dance. And you don't know if he's gonna make contact or just do another practice swing. And that thing goes four hundred yards left, four hundred yards back right, and lands in the middle of the fairway. It's a work of art. Oh, I wish you could hear that. He would, he'd be honored. He'd be giving us some crap about our golf game as well. I'm sure. Oh. And rightfully so. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. No, we had we had that's that what... had that break and then had Memorial Memorial Day weekend, so that was that was good, man. Well, Zach. We did. My life, your life, Chase Adia's life. It's been hectic. We've made made yeah. some big moves at Lawn Care Leaders. I've had stuff going on HR wise in the background at Green Again. And so what better time? to talk about margin and specifically I, I would like to just like discuss mental margin. Like what are guys actually going through? And I, I don't think it's talked about enough because business owners, they go all day and they're, and they're working so, so hard and not just to like, not just to make more money. They're working hard to fulfill a mission. They're working hard to provide for their families. And so the weight of that, they carry around with them all day. And so when something happens mm -hmm. that, that stands in front of them, you know, you have a problem or a big team member issue that is 
staring you in the face and you know you have to deal with it and you think it's going to go poorly. Like that's the stuff that you bring home. And so that's why I want to talk about this topic more. And I think, I think business owners need to be more vulnerable, open and honest that, Hey, if not unearthed, if not talked about, if not communicated, like this leads to anxiety. It leads to depression. It can lead to suicidal thoughts. It can lead at the very least to low self-worth, low confidence, poor relationships. Um, and I, I just met a guy the other day. He, he worked his brains out 80 hours, a, 80 hours a week making crazy good money. And um, he ended up getting a divorce. And so it just takes a takes a toll on other things. And so that's that's why I wanted to sit with this topic, Zach, and because it is it is heavy and it's not just some fancy word like create margin so you can be rich. No, it's how do I make sure my family's taken care of and I'm I'm present with them is really what we're talking about, Zach. Yeah, and I think it's just one of those things where the more aware you are of it and real with yourself, the the better you'll be able to handle this thing. Because I think no matter what business you're in as an owner, entrepreneur, um, whether it's lawn care, whether it's plumbing, whether it's machining, whether it's accounting, um, you're going to battle this, right? Like you're going to battle the mental health side of it and the anxiety and the stress. Um, And I think, I know, especially for me, it's a lot easier to sit down and just run all the numbers and look at everything as black and white. and not take time to really factor in the challenges and stresses of like mental health and, and creating mental margin. So, and I, I always like to say, I feel like this is a term that you trademark Brett, mental margin. I, I think you, you live it, you preach it. And I think that's kind of what separates you from maybe a lot of other owners is you're very real about it being a problem, right? Like you first acknowledge it and you say, it can be something that hinders people from being successful is that mental side. Like that's probably the number one, you know, hindrance to being successful. And so I kind of want to turn it back to you and have you just dive in a little bit deeper to, you know, kind of when you first started acknowledging it as being something you need to address and kind of like the processes you put in place and how now you've overcome a lot of those obstacles of like anxiety and stuff, but how you still battle it, right? Like it's an always an ongoing thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it just it hits people in different waves. It hits them at different stages. Um, and I would say, like, as of late, you know, I'm just trying to make sure that, like, whatever, whatever happens in the game of business, you know, Monday through Friday is not affecting my, my weekend, Um, and, and whatever happens, you know, so right now I'm looking down at my watch and it is, it's two 58, all right, two 58 on a Thursday. And here's, here's what I'm thinking. Like I've got like five other things that I know that are important that I would like to wrap up, but I've got a text from my wife. She wants me to swing by, get some stuff from the store. And so I'm just trying to figure out like, okay, well, whenever I do this, like, how am I going to be fully present when I finally get home? Because I've just. Like, I, I preach it, Zach, but I'm also not very good at it. We uh, we we talked about this on the uh, the pro panel podcast with Corey. He's like, I can preach it all day long. I know it's important, but I also just like I can't seem to put my phone down. Like I'm just like I'm a I'm a I'm a slave to the urgent. It's just like you're you're 
in it and it's so hard to extract yourself from it. Um, and it's because it's, it's real life, Zach. I mean, we got, we got people's lives that are on like on our plate. Like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make payroll or I'm trying to help this guy get through a really hard season in his life. Or the worst ones for me lately have been like, when you're trying to hold somebody accountable that you know can do better and the conversation just doesn't go the way you thought or worst case mm-hmm. scenario, you've poured into somebody for one to two years, like really poured into them and really cared about them and cared about them as a friend. And they let you down in a big way. Maybe, maybe they lied. Maybe they stole something or maybe they're just, they're just not like, they're not doing what they said they would do. You can't trust them as much. And so, you know, the separation between them and you is inevitable. And so that, that's the ones that I'm trying to figure out, like, how do I navigate that? And how do I not bring that home with me? And how do I not, how do I not put all of that on my wife? You know, that's, I'm just kind of talking with you at this point, Zach, you know, cause I, I use my wife for a sounding board a lot. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. is, that is part of my, like my mental dump is I go to her, I tell her what I'm feeling. I tell her what I'm going through and just hearing her outside perspective sometimes does give me mental margin because she's like, you know what? It's, it's not as bad as you think. Like here's, here's this, this, and this, here's why. Um, but just slowly iterating, like how I do that, when I do that. Um, I know, you know I'm kind of rambling, but it's it's hard. No, it's hard. It's real. No, it's real. And I, I'm kind of the same way. I also talk to my wife about everything. You know, like we're we're best friends, and she's in it with us. You know, like the business side of things. Yeah. Um, I, I know for me, because I'm the same way. Like I, I try to be aware of it. Um, I know I struggle with things at times and checking things, but my wife jolts me back a lot of times, and she sees me kind of like zoning out because <laughs> I'll be thinking about something. Yeah. She'll she's like, hey, she always says just just you don't have to be with like you don't have to be with us all the time you know talking about her and my son but she says like when you are just please be fully present you know mm-hmm. you don't have to give you don't have to give an x number of hours to us and then an x number of hours to the business like there's never going to be a perfect balance in life right mm-hmm. like we, we talk about work-life balance um if everything was all perfectly balanced we would never rise above average in anything right like mm-hmm. there's times where you kind of have to pull the levers on one side and it's not balanced, but then it swings, the pendulum swings back. And so what she's been working on me and I've tried to implement it is, okay, so at times I'm going to have to allocate more hours of energy to one thing or another. But no matter what I'm doing, like my goal is just to be fully present with that task while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So if I'm working until six or seven, giving it a hundred percent, but as soon as I, you know, come back home or, for me, I'm working from home, so it's leave uh, leave my little uh, office closet and come out to my family. It's like, okay, I'm going to be 100% present with them for these next two hours. And so that's kind of been my um, my goal that I've been pushing myself in lately is just having that mindset. Um, that's, that's and I know really I, good. Yeah. I actually talked with uh, one of our, our lawn care leaders' clients just the other day about this, and he was working insane hours and he said the Memorial Day weekend was so good for him because he was actually able to do that. He, he felt like he shot everything else off. And on Monday, 
yeah, he hasn't got to be with his wife and kids as much as he's liked the past three weeks, but the the hours he was with them on Monday, like he was fully invested in there. Mm. And I think I think giving less hours but being fully present is much more effective than just giving more hours and being less present, if that makes sense. No, I mean that makes a hundred percent sense, dude. That is that is so good. That is that is gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and that yeah, I haven't accomplished it. It's just I'm trying to push myself and I know it was challenged to me by my wife and then this one of our lawn care owners I was talking to kind of reiterated the same thing and it definitely helped me a little bit because we we do hear the work life balance be preached all the time, but that's just not reality. Like there's just times in life where it, things are gonna be out of whack and they have to be in order to reach a goal and so you have to learn to manage that, mm-hmm. the mental side of it, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. And um, somebody told me a couple of years ago a quote that said, "Be where your feet are," and I, I yeah, think I yeah. think being where your feet are is truly an art form, and and you have to work on the art of being fully present. You have to work on the art of being where your feet are, and like if you think about art, there's no set way, no set structure to do it, and that's why the time management topic is so fuzzy and the work-life balance topic is so fuzzy and it's because art looks different for every single person. Time management, Mm -hmm. workflow, your daily routines, your priorities, what's important to you, it looks different for every person. And so that is one thing that I've been leaning into is like the art of being where your feet are. And that like, (laughs) I bet you this one is hitting business owners right square in the face because that's difficult. Like I will literally talk about this and then go home tonight and there will be multiple instances where I have to pull myself out of thinking about something. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's like, and, and it's kind of triggers too, Zach. So I do try to remove triggers. Like sometimes I don't mm-hmm. respond to you or Chase Adia during a certain window of sure. time. And it's because yeah. I know that if, if I get a notification on my watch that Chase Adia texted me, I'll think, <laughs> oh, I need to, I need to text Chase back. I wonder what he said. And I think, oh, no, I'll get back to him later. Oh, speaking of later, I told him I was going to drop another podcast Friday. Oh, speaking of Friday, I've got an interview with an admin that we're trying to close on. Like, it just, there's little triggers that you have to continually pull yourself out of. Um, I, it's good. I do, like, this is a very high-level topic, so I do want to give one practical thing and maybe you have some practical stuff too, Zach. But one thing that I've been doing lately and I think it will help you men out there. And it's whenever, whenever like something is, is wrong or you would like to talk to your spouse about it, especially if you have young kids and especially if your life is as hectic as ours is, don't just, don't just talk to them about it whenever it's weighing heaviest on you. I think actually this week I've done it better than ever. Um, I've learned that clear communication about where I'm going with the business is paramount to Brooke and I being on the same page with everything. But what would happen? Mm. But what would happen is like I would just dump it on her whenever the trash bin was full, and that wasn't like that's not fair to her. And uh, like I don't know what her day was like. I don't know how bad it was, how good it was, or what just happened before I walked in the door. And so one practical thing that I would say that's helped me is whenever it's just like a little calm, I'll just say like, hey, is there a night that we could do a date night or is there any time that we could carve out soon? I've just got some big things, big changes going on. 
with lawn care leaders, with green again, that I want to talk about. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and if the spouses out there are like my spouse, that's enough where she's carving out time within the next three hours to hear me out. She's like, she wants to know, like she's intrigued. And it actually just happened last night. Like Zach, me and you are making some big decisions. Yeah. And, and so we're walking around the Paola high school track and our girls, <laughs> our girls are a quarter mile ahead of us. And I'm just, I'm just brain dumping on her. But I would say that like, don't just go and dump all the trash at once. Say, say that you need to, and then tell her you would like the time carved out. And it's just, it's just always a much better conversation. Oh man, that's good life advice, but I'm taking notes here on my end, man. My, my yeah. wife needs to listen to this one. She would like to hear that. Oh, Zach, you are, you are walking a thin line, but do not say my wife needs to hear this and I'm going to have no, her no. listen to you. <laughs> no, I'm she needs to hear it because she'll get on to me. She'll I'll go, play Switzerland, yeah, I'll Switzerland so quick, bud. <laughs> you will, too. I'm I neutral. know how you are. I'm neutral. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, 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 it's like real life stuff, and it's true. Uh, people, a lot of owners are like big movers and shakers, and things change quickly, and big decisions are constantly being made. And I think it does help to communicate to your, you know, your family and friends, people who you really trust. You know, mm-hmm. Obviously, don't just go spewing all of your business stuff to Joe Schmo out there. Make sure you trust them. But you know, use them as a sounding board and be real. Um, and I think we, a lot of us struggle with this stuff. Um, just that, that balance of trying to succeed and make impact and fulfill, you know, our potential, but at the same time being present and there for our family and friends. Like it's just, and, you know, your, your own physical health is also a big part of it too. And I know that helps me, but, um, these conversations are just like really good to have <laughs> with your spouse. I feel like I think it's always better to over-communicate all of these things than to under-communicate. Yeah. You know, it yeah. may, you may feel vulnerable and awkward talking about some of it, but it always seems to be the better route than just withholding everything until the last minute and then giving it all out kind of thing. Yep, yep. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, and it's hard, it's hard to do. Um, the other thing that I would say, and I'm not telling guys out there what to do now, I'm going to tell what I've done wrong, and then you make your own decisions because – we're all, we're all in our own situation. Um, but, um, like withholding the hard conversations because I didn't want to scare her, freak her out, make her mad about the changes, make her worried, make her feel insecure because of the risk we were taking. Whenever I tried to hold that and bear that weight alone, there always came an intersection where I needed to tell her and it was 10 times worse than if I would have just talked about it before making the decision. And mm-hmm. like, you're, you're married for a reason. Like you're, you're, you're now like two halves that make a whole. And so what, if one of the halves doesn't know what the other half is doing, it, it's just going to, to bubble into something that it, it could have been snuffed out way in the beginning. And so I would, would say I've made that mistake a lot, a lot. And I chalked oh, it. I yes. chalked it up to like, oh, I'm protecting her. I'm doing what's right. She she doesn't need to know. She'll just be scared. That's what I chalked it up to. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, it's easy to have <laughs> those hard conversations in lieu of the easy ones, but um, it's it's like uh, Matthew McConaughey said in his book. Brett, we've talked about it before uh, in the Green Lights book. But what, what is his term he uses over and over? It's like getting comfortable with the inevitable. Like mm-hmm. if something's going to happen, um, 
get comfortable with that and be honest with yourself and address it <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of just putting it off. Yep. Because that problem is going to find its way and, and, and present itself no matter what. So get comfortable with it early and just attack it. Yep. And so I know, I know that's something that I battle as well. Um, and I think the way for me, like if I were to give any practical, you know, advice of what I try to do, like I said, it's one, it's being more present with everything. But two, it's like looking at what goals I initially set mm-hmm. when I set out to achieve whatever it is and then comparing what I'm actually at with that goal. So that, that forces me to be real with where I'm at, you know, business. if you set a goal, you make sure you actually go back and look at that goal and where you're at. And if you haven't come as far as you think you should, being real and addressing it with yourself, with your spouse, with your business partner, or, you know, if it's the opposite way and you're moving faster than you thought and you're overachieving, just being real and understanding, you know, that you are stretching yourself thinner than you thought and you're just going to have to deal with it, you know, instead of just, instead of just setting your goal and then going head first after it and then never comparing to where you actually want it to be, you know, because when you do that, then you're just living day to day in the details and the weeds instead of ever stepping back and realizing where you're at. So I know I'm kind of rambling there, but it's something that I'm trying to do more of is step back to compare my actual versus my projected or my goal type of thing. Mm, he takes it back CPA on us. He steps back <laughs> yeah. from the CPA corner. Four, three. <laughs> <laughs> and so for me in my life, it's like, okay, the day to day, you know, I get stressed out of stuff and I'm thinking, man, I'm failing at this or I need to be really along at this. But then I take a step back and I'm like, okay, Zach, you're 28 years old. This was your goal when you were five was to be here. Are you on progress to do that? Are you tracking on it? And I'm like, yes or no. Okay. Let's address and tweak, you know, or, this is where you're at with your spouse at this point in life and where you're, you know, whatever goal. And I'm like, okay, we're, we're on track. It's okay. You know, but in the day to day, it's easy to lose your mental margin, but taking that step back sometimes can help me. Man, I do. I do agree with that, man. Like, yeah, that was not rambling. That was, that was good stuff. And I, <laughs> I like, we might have to go back and just listen to that again right away for the, the title of this episode, because that was really, really good. And, and really like, to paraphrase some of it, Zach, what, what you're saying is make sure that you look at where you're at. You maybe look at some of the problems and solutions you've come up with, but you've got to look at where you are in relation to your goal because what that does is give you perspective. Like that's why mm-hmm. that's why we have coaches. That's why we have mentors. That's why we have parents. That's why we have spouses. That's why we have pastors. Because what? It's not that that person has never done anything wrong. It's not that that person hasn't lost or failed. It's that that person is able to give you outside perspective. And when you get outside perspective, you're now mm-hmm. able to create some mental margin. When it's just you, like you you feel isolated. Like let's be honest. Like you you just when your head is on the pillow at night and you have the thousand thoughts rushing through your head, you feel isolated, you feel alone. Fear creeps in, and when you're alone and fear creeps in, the only thing that your body has been trained to do from the very beginning of time is stay alive. And so you just start to get scared. And so getting perspective, I think that's great. So maybe, Zach, that might be something great too for maybe guys that are not married. You know, it's just them in a truck and their thoughts all day long. How do mm-hmm. I, how do I gain perspective and make sure that uh, I'm creating mental margin for myself? I think that's a great tool. 
Yeah, and hey, I'm going to throw in a, now you say it like that, I'm going to throw in a shameless plug for our lawn care leaders community because I think that's, that's one of the goals with why we created the whole, the whole community was for that same mindset, like to get perspective as an owner and kind of get outside of your day-to-day, hop on these once-a-month kind of leadership huddles and breakout groups so you can talk to other owners and get perspective and, and realize that, you know, other people are fighting other things too. It's not just you. Right. I mean, that's that's a part of why we try to we're trying to create a community is for that exact thing, because, you know, we've been we felt like we're on an island ourselves before. And it's hard to get perspective when you're in that spot. But if you can hop on some, you know, some medium, some media outlet and you can talk with 20 other people that are in a similar boat to you. It allows you to gain some quick perspective. So there's my shameless plug on the I community like it. side. Yeah, we need those plugs, man. No, no shame, no shame at all. And yeah. like, guys, here's here's what I would say. Zach is correct in the fact, like, we have a community where you can get perspective from other people. You, you like, they're going to be your buddy. You can go to them. You can ask them anything. Zach and I are are in there all the time, adding value, trying to help where we can. Here's what I would say is go back in your budget, and if in the last four weeks you've spent more than 100 bucks on pizza, Chick-fil-A, or going out to eat, reassess where your priorities are. If you say, hey, like I wish I could be in that group, yet at the same time you're spending over 100 bucks on food, then you really don't want to be in there. You're really not trying to grow. You're really not trying to learn. And so that's a call out because for literally 125 bucks, you can get access to our lessons, our community. And so that's nothing. Like people are spouting that out in energy drinks, cigarettes, and pizza. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Rick. Rick's coming out to your Chick-fil-A, folks. I'm, coming at you. I'm Dude, calling you your real. lazy food-creating booty out. Like, like just... <laughs> and it'll probably help your physical health, health as you get about that Chick-fil-A too. So I like it, Rick. <laughs> I like it. Coming in, you're coming to August because I fall... I felt prey to Chick Fil A as well, so this is good to hear. Oh yeah, I just had it. I just had it last night. So, hey, this is what we're saying. We're working on it. We're saying we don't eat at Chick Fil A all the time. Like that, that yep. happens. We're 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 working on mental margin and Chick Fil A, dude. This is like two hashtag non sponsored Chick Fil A shout outs we've done. It is. I wish we could get sponsored by them. We give them a lot of shout outs. I feel like we do. Man. We need to get on that. Get Chase to be on that. <laughs> oh man, guys! I, I we've got so many fun things going on in the background here at Lawn Care Leaders and with the podcast, and I'm excited to share with them with you. We've still got them in the works, so can't quite yet. But we do appreciate you guys listening to these episodes and supporting us with both of your ears, and uh, hopefully we're uh, we're able to continue to hang out with you guys. So if you would like to leave feedback, be on the show. Make sure you do a couple things. One, go to Instagram, Lawn Care Leaders Podcast, and uh, DM us. Just follow up on a question you have or tell us about your situation right now with, with mental clarity and what you're going through. Or you can shoot us a text message. Chase Adia, what's the text message again? 913-357-5947. You can text me directly. That goes directly to my cell phone that I can't remember. So I got to start... <laughs> I've got to start memorizing that, Zach, if I'm going to play it off like that's my my only cell phone. So I know, you do. <laughs> Bad marketing. you got to know your numbers so you don't miss anything. I do, man. I do. Zach, uh, I, I appreciate you being on here, man. Thanks. Always a pleasure, BD. Thanks for your wisdom. 
All right. Keep at it, guys. See ya. Yo, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys, and we would really appreciate you leaving a review. It would mean a lot to us. Take care, and God bless.